Welcome everyone, we are about to begin Be'ezus Hashem, Bias Panimi for Women, Shear number 8. And we're going to talk about today this understanding of men and why physical beauty of their wives are important to them. Now, the first thing you need to know is what's very true in our generation, and there's no denying it, that there are some men and boys in Shidduch age that it's a major problem that they do indeed blow things way out of proportion and have truly crazy, unrealistic expectations of wanting that supermodel, wanting that gorgeous woman as his wife uh, that is reflective of a terrible lifestyle of our modern Western culture and the media, which is awful, Hollywood, which is unbelievably awful, and very often it's seeped into our culture and you would think it's just that uh, the modern Orthodox or others that expose to Hollywood or movies and things like that. But it, it goes through all cultures from the most left wing to the right wing where you'll be surprised that people wear the full religious garb and talk the yeshivish sprach or the or the Hasidic Shprach, Litvish Shprach, or the... It makes no difference what culture you're in, no matter how right-wing you are. There is indeed from our culture this idea on the wife that she has to be who knows what as a show model, showing her off as a trophy, taking pride in that unrealistic notion. And that, we all agree, has to be eliminated from our culture and from our Mahalach, and from our Machshavas. That is not the right Hashkafa, it's a Krum Hashkafa. So on that, I'm saying it in the beginning, is 100% true. So if as I'm saying this shir, uh, there's a resistance to what I'm saying, because there are people that are super, extremely superficial about these things, I acknowledge that, that in many circles, it is indeed a tremendous superficial and warped concept that is affecting the Shidduch scene, and it's affecting marriages and unrealistic expectations that husbands have of their wives as they're as they're you know as they're getting as they're married and later into marriage, and and that is a terrible harmful thing. But we're talking about something else now. We're going to talk about the idea of indeed how there are aspects of feminine beauty that is indeed very important for themselves and for their husbands as males, as husbands. That is not part of the shtus culture. That is not what Hollywood told us. But it is important. It's brought down in the Gemara Tainus that uh, Roshimin was feeling good about himself and um, it acknowledges that he was a little bit feeling self-important and uh, an ugly person who they later was seems to be Elio Anavi, some say, but uh, said, greeted him. He did not return it. He did not return the greeting. And at one point he said, you're a reka, you empty one, how ugly you are. Maybe all the people in the city are ugly like you. And the man answered, I don't know, but ask the one who created me, meaning HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Tell him how ugly is this vessel that you made. And Rablaza realized that he sinned he went off his donkey, he, he bowed in front of the man, and he said, please forgive me, you are right, I'm sorry. And the man says, I do not forgive you until you go to the 
one who made me, and tell him how ugly this vessel is that you made. Now, eventually, the townsman convinced this man to forgive Rabbi Lazar, and he forgave Rabbi Lazar. But we learn a lot of important lessons from this episode that's brought down in the Gemara Tainus, um, that that um, we need to be humble and we need to be soft. And um, like we said, Tysus says that it was Elyonavi in disguise to teach him this lesson. Go tell the artisan who made me how ugly is this vessel you made. In other words, if you don't like the fact that I'm so ugly, go complain to HaKadosh Baruch who made me this way. Now, the fact is, is that boys in Shaduchim that people find irritating is, is that they, 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 things that they ask, and some of it is, is to see that the woman is attractive. And like we said all the way in the beginning, there's an element of that when you study culture, that's a terrible thing. But it is not, but, but, if you're not exposed to the culture and you want to look at true Tyra perspective, though, it is not a shallow thing and it's not a vain thing, although it may seem so. It's not about objectifying a person. You may see, hey, you know, what, what, why is this important at all? If the key is to build a biased MB stroll and, you're, and, and you're, you want to know whether they're, they look good or not, she's a gem of a girl, how sick and warped it is, to because she's not pretty enough, you know, uh, you're going to reject her. What type of nonsense is that? So it's understandable that people have feelings about that. But the very fact is, is that a man, even clear from Hollywood culture, movie culture, just pure, healthy, normal male behavior is, is that they do need and they have a natural need that his wife should be pleasing in his eyes. Doesn't mean Miss America. Doesn't mean who knows what. But pleasing and beautiful in his eyes is important. And that is not a conscious choice that he has. It's not a conscious decision he is making. It is not an acquired taste that he developed. Now, if he got these ideas from watching movies and reading things he shouldn't have read, then that's a problem. But very often, even boys that never looked at anything, good Shmira Sainayim, have their head screwed on straight, Nevertheless, it's inherent in their makeup, in their pre-programmed, hardwired into the males that they do want to marry a wife that is pleasing in their eyes. And go to them. You know, if you have a complaint about it, the women's side, complain to Hashem that they made men this way. Now, before you start screaming at me, the other way around that is too. All these complaints, quote-unquote, that men have of women of whether they say they're too emotional or whatever complaints that they have, in general, the same applies. Go to the one who made them, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and complain about them to tell them how messed up he made this Bria. So in other words, what, what are we trying to say here? That the inherent qualities, not taken from culture and the media and all that, but taken what's from Chazal tell us of what the inner yearnings of a man is and what an inner yearnings of a woman is through our the eyes of our chazal not through outside culture but of our chazal and we don't like it complain to HaKadosh Baruch Hu about it and, and and you know it's not it's not it, it is it is not the men's fault that they are the way they are inherently and it's not the women's fault by being the way they are inherently and that's something very important to know so in the context of this year 
The idea of a man uninfluenced by Western culture, but Be'etzem wants to marry a woman or, or, or be with his wife, that his wife should look attractive to him and beautiful to him, and then they're already married, that he feels good no matter how older he is, that she dresses nice and looks nice for him, that it's important to him, is not something cheap, it's not something trivial, it's not something that is... Uh, 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 makes him shallow in any way whatsoever. It, it's an important part. It's brought down that Isha no, a, a, a good-looking wife, is one of those things that Marchivin Daitishal Adam. And we see Chazal. Now, Chazal had pure Kedushan Tahara. We can't imagine how Kodesh Betar the Chazal was, the Chachamim, the Tanoim, and Amiroim. Okay? So we're talking about them. They were higher than anyone else. They were beyond physicality in many cases. And they nevertheless ensured in, 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 in the Gemara, all through the Gemara, that how important it is that a woman should look attractive and pleasing in the eyes of her husband. Through the Gemara you see this all the time. The Gemara Masech the Shabbos, the Chassanah, says that although there's a general halacha that women cannot leave their home while wearing jewelry in a place where there's no Erev, why? Because we're worried that they'll remove the jewelry if it's irritating them or whatever it is, and they'll carry it for Amais in a Rosh Hashanah. But the Chazal made certain exceptions in certain cases that allowed the woman to, to wear those jewelry and wave the, the, this Chashash, all for the purpose that she should have a pleasing appearance to the husband. We talked about last time when the Mun came down Cosmetics came down along with it in the Dara Midbar, so that the wives should dress nicely and look appealing to their husbands. In the Gemara, there's a machlaikis between Rabbi Akiva and the Chachamim. We pass on like Rabbi Akiva, whether a woman is allowed to adorn herself with makeup and perfume and all this and look attractive like that when she is in Nida. Some of the Chachamim say, because the Pasuk says the words, Vadava binidasa. It's, a, it's brought down in Tarshish Tazria that when she's a Nida, she should not use makeup and she should not wear attractive clothing. Rabbi Akiva disagreed and said we cannot allow a situation where a woman is not able to maintain the attractive appearance to her wife, whether she's a Nida or not a Nida. Makes no difference. And the halacha, we paskin like Rabbi Akiva. We paskin like Rabbi Akiva that whether she's a need or not, it's important for a woman to look attractive for her husband. Now, the Adas Yechidim, the Evanez is one of them. The Ramban brings it down. And you see certain, really, in, we don't paskin like this, where there's an Indian for a woman to remove that beauty from her, even as a married woman, but we don't paskin like that. For people maybe that are in the Madrega of Avram Avinu, Pointed at one shot in Rashi that he didn't even look at Sarah. So, but, 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 Kuloi, Rubeka Kuloi, the Torah view, Halacha Lamaisa, it's not Negea. It's not Negea. You see from the Gemara in Baba Kama, Daf, Pei, Beis, Ame Beis, Ezra made a special Takana that the peddlers have to circulate around the cities so that all the women will be able to uh, uh, purchase adornments whether makeup, uh, um, jewelry, whatever it is to maintain a pleasant appearance in the eyes of their husband. So this is not Hollywood talking. talking. This is not romance uh, books talking. This is our Chazal talking. Chazal talking about the importance and brought down all through history 
that over the the that they knew human nature and they knew a man, man's nature that they have a basic need intrinsically that their wives are physically attracted to them irregardless of culture irregardless of anything just on the simple inherent makeup of which they are made now ironically it's not only men that have this desire that their wives should be pleasing in their eyes the women themselves they also uh, show this reality because generally, uh, uh, even now, although now it changed a lot, but uh, the women spend more time in front of the mirror than the men do. Although these days, I think it uh, it sort of uh, changed a little bit. The men are, are very um, into themselves as well. And I know for a fact, okay, I, um, I know it secondhand really, but whatever it is, but I've it's a well-known thing that Rav Palm, uh, someone, a bacha went out with a girl, Balas Midas Taivais, and she, he, but he was struggling with something, and Rapam sensed it and asked him what, what's going on, and he acknowledged, I'm not really attracted, but she's a Balas Midas Taivais, and, and she's, there's no reason to break it off. He told him to break it off. You have to have a certain normal physical attractive appealness. Not crazy. We're not talking about crazy. This was a simple yeshiva bachar tamimis. Didn't watch movies. Nothing. Just a plane and watched his eyes and Erlich, a boy. But he felt in this particular case it didn't attract him. It wasn't pleasing to his eyes. So Rapam said to call it off. Imagine a chassan or husband saying, I don't find you attractive at all. That doesn't matter to me. All I care is how you are on the inside. You can't live that way. That's not how it works. We live in this world and this is part of it. When a woman has a new a new a new baguette she wears and husband says how pretty it should mean something to him and he should mean it and it should be important to him, no matter how chashiv he may be or seemingly may be. Makes no difference. So it works both ways. Women have a strong need to feel attractive, and again it has to be in a tsunuadika way, and men have a strong need to see good looks in his wife. And that is perfectly normal, perfectly healthy, and perfectly okay, and it's a good thing, not a bad thing. The fact that a male, whether he's from the, no matter any chash of a yid, that keeps all tariag mitzvahs and wants to connect to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that a husband, a male husband, needs and enjoys the feminine beauty of his wife, is a normal, healthy, good thing. And the female to want to feel beautiful as something positive, especially towards her husband or for herself, that is a normal, beautiful, good thing. Now, what it does mean, though, is that you don't go crazy over these things. For example, you have many men, bachur and boys, that marry girls that may have had a scar, may have had a birthmark, may have had whatever, but he liked overall the way she looked, and that, that mark doesn't bother him. That's called normal, healthy behavior. I like the way the person looks, and this, whatever flaw, whatever the imagined flaw is, one of them limps a little bit, and they were told beforehand, they know, they limp, they have a slight limp because of an accident they had when they were, uh, you know, younger, and and they know this, and they've been around, they went on a few dates, and he, and he or she, whichever one it is, made up their mind, they find them overall very appealing, attractive, warm, and good, and they overlook the limp. Okay, so we're talking about normal behavior. We're not saying like the crazy Hollywood culture where you have to be perfect, shepherd perfect, and have this crazy nonsense that ha- that are in people's heads, which is totally unrealistic. But the normal, realistic 
idea of appreciating the beauty of one's wife and the wife wanting to be beautiful for her husband is a very normal and healthy thing that should be strengthened, it should be encouraged as the Chazal encouraged it themselves. Now, to bring out the Chazal's, the truth of the Chazal's uh, statements about this, which really needs no proof, but the, there's a letter that Rabbi Kivega wrote uh, to his son that when he's talking about the publishing of Rabbi Kivega's own Svarim, he says, see to it that my work should be printed on good quality paper, in blank ink that is of very good quality, with proper clear letters, the letters should be clear, because in my opinion, Rokiva Egg is writing this, in my opinion, the spirit is moved and the mind is expanded and the concentration is awakened by studying from a beautiful, good quality safer. And the opposite would be true if the writing is smudged. And it's similar to what the Chazals say that one studies without a pleasant tune, if that helps him learn with a pleasant niggin. Um, and... Um, that if you do that without the tune, it said, I've given him chukim that, uh, that you shouldn't live by. Basically saying that the, the, the physicality of a good book, of a good sefer, gives chiyas to the learning. So in other words, the study of Taira is not just in the mind. It's in the printed sefer as well. So it's brought down. At first, I also found it weird. If you know, people are looking, they have a certain they want to learn a particular safer and they want to buy it. The fact that they want to pick a safer that has a beautiful print and they like the way it looks is not an is not is a tremendous yesaid. It's not superficial. You see from Rav Kivayega's words that external beauty, external pleasantness is a pesach to get, get deeper havana in your simcha and in your focus. And just like when it comes to the printing of a sefer, the beauty of the print, the external form of the words in which the Torah is printed on brings you to focus better and to absorb the content better and to understand the inner meaning of those words better, to become more knowledgeable. And it's fascinating. You would say, what would motivate me? to? I want to learn this particular uh, uh, sefer that I know I need to learn. And it seems crazy. What do you mean? So if I buy a beautiful, I go, there's, let's see, three different versions of it. I'm going to pick the best one that's most appealing to me. That's the one you should buy. And if that triggers you to learn that safer with more hasmada, that's the way it's supposed to be. That is also key to understanding feminine beauty and the way men view it. We're talking about Erlich men, not like what I said in, at the as a disclaimer in the beginning. That the essential goal in marriage is for husband and wife to have a deep unity and relationship. And that deep uni- unity and relationship very often has to be triggered by down-to-earth, inside, down-to-earth physical beauty that's pleasant to him, that's pleasant to her. External attraction is not unimportant. It's unimportant when it's in and of itself, when it's obsessed upon, when that's the main thing. But it is not unimportant. And I will end off, which I mentioned a few times in the Shiurim, but Rapam used to say it all, all the time. Sheker achen, the hevel ayoyfi, isha yeras Hashem Right? So the question is, Rapam always used to say this in his Shalom Bayesh Shiurim and his Shidduch Shiurim, they talk about Parshish Chayesara all the time, almost every year. 
So he said, okay, so, so Shloim HaMelech says beauty is nothing, is empty, is false. So why do we see, you know, Esther is told, said is being attractive, Rachel, Sarah, Rivka, Abigail, and so on. If it's nothing, why does the Torah even mention it? And Rapam always used to say that it's like a zero. If you have beauty in and of itself is a zero. But if you have a one in front of it, it becomes a ten. And if there are two zeros, three zeros of beauty, then the one before it makes it a thousand. Now, if there's no one, then it's zero. You're right, it's nothing. So he used to say like this, the Chazal call the one Yerashamayim. Hen Yerashashem hi Chachma. Yerashashem is true wisdom, and that is one. Hen is Achas, is one. So Rapam always used to say like this, he says, It's true. Beauty in and of itself, if it's focused on in and of itself, is indeed zero. It's emptiness. Not only is it zero, it's probably negative. It is negative. It's a hyper-focus and a misuse of what Hashem created it in the first place for. It's a zero. But, If she is a Yerash Hashem, meaning you have that one, then he tis halo. So Pashupshat means he it's the Yiras Hashem is what she's worthy to be praised for. The way Rapam touched it is Isha Yiras Hashem, if she has the Yershamayim, then he it's the beauty, the physical beauty, Tisalo that's praiseworthy. Then it becomes praiseworthy. Then it has intrinsic value. So despite so we have to have that balance in our mind. Indeed, if it's taken from a terrible, terrible cultural influence unfortunately that is there in all of our society where it's so superficial and shallow that has to be eliminated there's no question about it but to go to the other extreme and to say that it is nothing is equally false when it's clear how Chazal felt that the physical beauty in Svarim like Rabbi Kiva Eger's analogy or in physical beauty of a, of, a, of a wife to her husband, it is not nonsense. It is not unimportant. It is not superficial. It is not shallow. It's an inborn tchuna that HaKadosh Baruch Hu put in people, put in the men to appreciate in their wives, put in the wives to appreciate in themselves. And that's something that needs to be embraced in a kosher, straight way. Hatzlochem bracha.